0: It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas! We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field. And bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get, get it, it on. on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Thank you for being with us for our first show uh, for Odyssey as an original podcast. For those of you who've been along with us for four or five years, welcome back. For those of you new to the podcast, we certainly appreciate you being with us. And we ask you a big favor. Make sure you subscribe, whether you're doing it in Apple, iTunes, whether you're doing it on Google, Spotify wherever you get it. Oh, by the way, you can check out the free Odyssey app, which is great. You can see uh, all the great podcasts that the Odyssey podcast network has, but also the radio station. So if you're a sports fanatic and you want to talk a little Raiders, and then maybe let's say you're a Golden State Warriors fan, you can go check out the Odyssey app uh, and do that as well. But do us a favor, please subscribe. We appreciate you being with us. And this isn't just my show. No, we need somebody with a little more of a level head than me. No, we need somebody who's got um, the the know-how and the background to help us talk Raiders football, and that is my partner. I'm so glad to now bring him in. That is one Mr. Mo Moten. Mo is a uh, senior writer over at Bleacher Report, covers the entire NFL, and then he is also the lead columnist covering the Raiders over at Not Mo, here we are. We are now part of the Odyssey Original podcast. You're now back on video and back on the podcast after your summer hiatus. You joined us a couple of times, but welcome, man. This is exciting.
1: Yeah, as everyone can see, I'm high above Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> I have a nice press box uh, seat now. So that was the move up. That was what we were working on. Just get me aligned with Allegiant Stadium and get me a nice seat for the show.
0: Yes. And and we are uh, excited to be able to to bring the podcast. And for those people who are new to it, Mo, you know, we've been doing this for a while. And I just want to set the table for folks, right? Because there's a lot of great content out there. There's a lot of great podcasts, Raider podcasts, fan-generated media professional, old-school media, newspaper guys who do podcasts. There's The TV networks do podcasts. Here at Odyssey and at Silver & Black today, we go at this from a really objective point of view. So if you're tuning in to just hear the rosy end of the picture, you'll hear that when things are good. But, Mo, we like to keep it real, as we call it, right? We like to talk about the Raiders... When they're doing well, we're going to give them credit. We're not overly critical. We're not overly positive. It's not silver and black colored glasses all the time. But you covering the league as well. Uh, talk about a little bit about how people are going to hear about the Raiders from you.
1: Just objectivity. Um, if you've been following me at Mo Moten on Twitter, anywhere, Facebook, a- anywhere you follow me, you know that I'm a pretty much down-the-line guy. I'm not going to wave the pom-poms pom-com- if that's what you're expecting I'm not one of these guys who don't watch the Raiders that cover them nationally because there are trust me. There are a lot of people out there who cover the league nationally and have not watched a Raider game in probably years. So you get the best of both worlds with me, a person who watches the Raiders every week, but a person going to give you the real every week.
0: Yeah, and that's the key. And that's what we're going to do. Uh, and sometimes you'll agree with us. Sometimes you won't agree with us. Sometimes many of you might not agree with us anytime, but I know you'll listen because we will be here to entertain you as well. And Mo and I uh, like to to keep it light at times as well. But Mo, a busy week. And I know we, on our previous show, on a radio station, Southern California, we talked about this, but it really deserves another look. And that, of course, is the Raiders hiring their new president, Sandra Douglas Morgan. She, of course, named the president of the Raiders on Thursday. And I really like this hire A lot of people have different feelings on it, but I want to go through this and get your comments, Mo, because I'm telling you, this this woman is dynamite. She has done a lot, and a lot of people didn't quote-unquote know her outside of Las Vegas, which I understand, Uh, but at the same time, I think this is huge for a team trying to get a foothold and still it's new market. Yes. Going into the third season, but remember the first season was COVID. Nobody got to go to a game. Um, she grew up in uh, in Southern Nevada, moved there when she was two years old, went to school in both parts of Nevada. She went up to Nevada Reno and then went to UNLV for law school, but mostly Las Vegas. She went to El Dorado high school there. She's got experience uh, with both the Nevada gaming board and is well connected in the state. She's the first African-American to serve on the, control board by the way gaming board uh in 2019 through 2021 she was a city attorney worked at the city of north las vegas for eight years last year she was named the vice chair of the las vegas bowl host committee and she was also uh, director of external affairs over at t services where she oversaw the government's kind of local um government legislative community work in nevada and of course served on nevada's highest ranking Athletic Commission, which is the Nevada Athletic Commission, State Athletic Commission, which controls boxing, UFC, all the sanctioned sports in Nevada. And, of course, there's a little NFL experience there through her husband, Don, who played in the NFL from 99 through 2002 with the Vikings and the Cardinals. Mo, I'm a little bit out of breath because this woman's resume is fantastic, and uh, she's got, I think, everything you want in the person who's going to run the business side of your NFL franchise
1: absolutely because just in case a lot of you are wondering she's not going to be the one negotiating trades signing free agents she's going to be the person that's going to make sure everything's tidy in the front office which if you've read the news recently you know the raiders front office has been a mess a lot of turnover guys leaving mark verdane uh leaving dan ventrell out within a year so she's coming as a third president i believe within a year so she has a lot to clean up, and she understands that, and she faced that issue head on in her presser. She said, you know, she's, she knows that the organization has faced some recent challenges, and she's not going to sweep it under the rug. To me, that is the first sign of leadership. A leader's not going to come in and, and make believe everything is hunky-dory and everything's okay. No, she knows there's some issues there, and she's going to go out and try to fix them.
0: No doubt about it. And I want to read this quote from her, Mo, because this is important. And that is about the situation you're talking about, about the defections, about the reports that we get both on the record and off the record from people who say that it's kind of dysfunctional right now. And it has been since the move. Uh, And she said and here, here is uh, uh, Douglas Morgan, her quote from the press conference. She says, quote, I've been able to take uh, take from unfortunate situations, being able to rise through and find good solutions that help the greater good then later on she said let me be clear i'm not here to avoid or sidestep problems or concerns that need to be addressed. I've given the long and thoughtful consideration to joining you, the Raiders, and I've done so because I believe in the promise of the Raiders. Most importantly, I believe in the core values of integrity, community, and commitment to excellence. I will expect you to embody those and to hold me accountable to do the same. That was from her letter to the employees of the Raiders. I mean, she said everything right, Mo. Now the hard work begins.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now you got to get down to work. You got to get down to meeting with the employees, uh, getting involved with the community, because I know we mentioned it on our previous show that part of it is you have to get the fans in Nevada involved with the team because you don't want, you know, visiting fan bases coming in and taking over Legion Stadium. I know a lot of people have talked about that last season, but the Raiders just got, not just got there, but they're just building a a base there. And I think she's going to be part of that. As you said, a lot of legwork to do. But I think she's up for the job with all the leadership positions she's had in recent past.
0: Yeah, there's no question. And and I, I was I was a little dismayed by some of the Raider fan reactions. Now, again, I'm getting a small sample in in the toxic wasteland that can be social media, especially around fandom and NFL teams. Uh, although most Raider fans uh, are ecstatic with the selection, but some of the things I heard, and you and you mentioned it just a moment ago, which was, well, I, I never heard of her. Well, first of all, because you mm-hmm. never heard of somebody doesn't doesn't necessarily disqualify them <laughs> from being a good leader. Number two, the thought about not having quote unquote NFL experience. She has plenty of sports experience. I told you about the Nevada State Gaming Commission. I told you about the Na- Nevada State. Um, um, athletic commission. Excuse me. Those are big deals. That controls all the sports, all the prize fights you hear in Nevada, all the big UFC fights. She's had that. Then she's also was named to the Super Bowl committee as well because the Raiders will be hosting the Super Bowl in twenty five. Um, boy, you don't get to those positions and get all of those assignments unless you know what you're doing. Plus, you have to know how to run a business and navigate the world that is entertainment that mixes with politics and the community and she has all of those things it's
1: all about qualifications and she checks those boxes i believe mark davis mentioned the, the keyword qualifications when he introduced her and said she you know she's definitely qualified i believe he met her at a function and said who you know we need this person on our staff and it just immediately clicked for him and a lot of times when you meet a person you kind of get a feel for who they are as a person and just the type of energy that they bring and mark davis being around her he he felt like this was the right person for the job so so you're never going to get 100% approval from any fan base about anyone higher. But I, I think Mark Davis meeting her and getting a feel for her energy, he felt like she was the right person for the job. And we, we've run down her resume plenty of times, and we just said, look, she's quali- she's definitely qualified for the position as a leader. And I like what I heard from her at her press conference, just facing these problems that the Raiders are having in the front office head on. And I think she'll prove a lot of people wrong.
0: Yeah, I do too. And and listen, we, we've we gone through now almost, what, 10, uh, 12 minutes talking about this hire again, which I, I really like for the Raiders. I think they have a good talent. And to your point, I've been making the point, maybe because I've lived in Las Vegas twice uh, and my wife is a native, it, the fact that they need to develop the fan base, it got better last year, especially as the year went on and the Raiders were doing well, but they still need someone who understands and has really deep connections doesn't mean somebody from the outside couldn't have been successful at it but having that person who knows that community since they were two years old she saw las vegas grow up before any of this stuff was there and to me that's really significant the fact that she gets that but we didn't talk about mo being the first African-American woman president, which is an accomplishment in itself, it's the third African-American to serve as an NFL president, but the first woman, Uh, it is significant, and it certainly fits in with the Raiders and Al Davis's mentality of hiring the best person, no matter who they are. Um, But how do you look at that and the significance? A lot of Raider fans are taking pride in that.
1: Yeah, definitely. A lot of Raider fans took pride in the organization because they're a first and a lot of uh, barriers being broken in the NFL. Of course, the most notable link between Sandra and is Amy Trask, who also has a you know law background. So she's also, by the way, up as a semifinalist in the Hall of Fame. So look out for that I think she gets in. But um, the Raiders aren't aren't you know unfamiliar with breaking barriers, especially when it comes to first you know women for a position, first African American for a position. So we you know this goes in line with what Al Davis set for this organization, and Mark Davis is definitely following in those footsteps. He
0: sure is, and and I'm just excited for them because I think they needed that shot. They needed someone, and I talked to a, a gentleman in the organization last week and kind of asked him. I said, "Hey, so how, how does everybody feel?" And this person works on the business side; uh, he doesn't work on the football side, and he said, "You know what? Very good. We're excited." The only kind of eh, part of it for for him and and he said others in the organization was the fact that, well, we've had other people from the gaming industry come in uh, and and it hasn't always worked out. And so people are a little leery of that. But I don't I understand she comes from gaming, but it's not like she was just a marketing director at a casino or the CMO at a casino. This is someone who's had high level positions and she's learned how to govern, so to speak, learned how to run an organization that has multiple tentacles. And to me, it's going to be interesting uh, to see how it goes, but they need to, some people are, I don't care. I just want them to win on the football field, but Mo that office side, they control the overall brand and that's, you need both sides of the house to be in order. Don't you?
1: What is that saying? The fish rots from the head. <laughs> uh, if, if your front office is out of order and it's a mess, it, it there's eventually going to be a trickle down effect. Now the rates have been over, able to overcome certain things but at the end of the day you have to make sure your house is in order if you want the product to be good on the field
0: absolutely right and so i mean again the hiring of sandra douglas morgan big big story this week and uh, i know we'll get to know her a little more we'll work on trying to get her on the show i'm sure she's going to be really busy so uh, we'll we'll continue to work on that uh, and figure out how we can get her on the show. But I'm sure she'll also do. She did her introductory press conference. I'm sure she'll do some more discussions with people. But she's got so much work to do that I think if you don't see her, that's a good sign too. All right, we are now going to step aside for our first break. Here, when we come back from this break. We are going to talk about our position breakdown today. That is the Raiders offensive line, a big one. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Silver and Black today. He is Mo Moten. I am Scott And This is an original podcast by Odyssey. Don't go anywhere.